Well, hello, welcome to the Darren Clarkson King podcast. I'm Darren Clarkson King, and you guys and girls that listen to this podcast know that. And if you've just stumbled across this podcast, then welcome. You might like it, you might not. I normally introduce this by saying I'm a whitewater kayaker, principally burst in the Himalayas. Well, that's not been the case this year, has it, because of COVID. But I'm in Snowdonia in North Wales, and I've got nice hills and nice rivers. And although Wales is going into tight restrictions, well, life's going to be all right, isn't it? You know, the seasons are changing. Leaves are falling. Seems a long time since we could move freely. But that's just the nature of the beast, isn't it? Just the nature of the beast. Like I say, this podcast is principally about whitewater kayaking. But this episode of the podcast is not going to be about strokes. It's not going to be a gear review. It's not going to be about rivers. It's going to be about something else. And I make no apologies for the fact that I'm drinking my tea. So if you hear me do this, that's me drinking my tea. But what I have found, you know, as, as I get to 45, that when I drink my tea, like this, that I have to make a little noise after each sip. I've also decided, you know, noticed that when I sit down or stand up, I make a noise as well. <sighs> like that. Ooh, like that. So I'm getting out of bed in the morning, you know, your legs don't work or whatever. I never made those noises in my 20s. And it's probably the stuff I did in my 20s that means I make the noises now in my 40s. Excuse me. This episode... I want to talk a little bit about people that inspired me in kayaking. And I know I've touched on it before in other episodes. And people that still inspire. Some of the people that inspired me are sadly no longer with us. Sadly, taken by the river or taken by the cliff, the climb, the sea. Taken by age, taken by time. Some that inspire are still mithering me weekly on Messenger, and that's brilliant. But I was reminded of, uh, of this uh, only yesterday when I, I heard the news of a friend's passing. And one of these things that links the people that inspire and motivate me is the very fact of their eccentric nature. Now, as whitewater kayakers, I think we are probably inherently eccentric. There's nothing really rational, is there, about dressing in brightly coloured neoprene and forcing yourself down some flood stages with us. Pretty eccentric behaviour. Yeah. But it's the little intricacies of the eccentric nature that's sort of sat on my mind this last day or so. I mean, it's sat on my mind a lot longer than that, but it sort of come, comes quite strong at this, this last 24 hours, and I just wanted to talk about it on a podcast. But, you know, I want to talk about some eccentric stories, and I'm sure your listeners, are, you know, I'm sure you've got stories, and I'd love to hear them. And I'd love to hear you, you know, talk about them as, as normality. 
because you know eccentric nature people that look at life a little bit awry look at it with you know kaleidoscope glasses and magic and that's a beautiful thing and it's normal isn't it it's, it's not, not a stigma is it you know it's normal one of the uh, mentors of mine and I'm not going to mention names because there's no need really but people will know if they know the story then they're going to know the name I remember when I was a youth driving through I believe it was Nottingham I bet it could have been any any town in, in the UK and we were going to a canoe polo tournament now I know for some people I've just sworn then Canoe polo can be a swear word to the white water community, especially. But it did teach me how to hand roll. I remember, anyway, I remember pulling up at a set of lights as a passenger in the car. And the lady driving, mentor and inspiration, canoe polo boats on the roof. We stopped at the lights, at the red lights. She looked out at the houses opposite. And we were out. Just changing conversation went. I think those houses are mine. I mean, as a teenager, which me says, I think those houses are mine. That's quite an eccentric statement, isn't it? I think those houses are mine. And the echo from the teenage boys in the car. What makes you say that? Well, all my houses have got that colour door. I think I might have bought them. And the lights changed green and we drove off. Turns out there were her houses and she was a landlady and she had numerous properties that she didn't even remember she had. Like I said, eccentricness. The same lady that when asked how her new kayak was and how it had an interest in it, how's your new kayak? It's rubbish, she would say, and quite a few expletives. And when quizzed why it was rubbish and why she didn't like it, the answer was because it wasn't purple. Nothing to do with the whole shape or you know, rocker or width or outfitting, any of that. It was rubbish because it wasn't purple. The eccentric nature. A story I heard from... Oh, from about a, a, a Welsh lad that's now an expat lives in the US excuse me it was him turning up to go paddling at a friend's house in the early hours of the morning and rather than waking his friend up to sleep on his couch he slept in the doorway of the house on the doormat in his sleeping bag and sat there, waited for the milkman to arrive and drank a pint of milk, waited for the Sunday paper boy to arrive and sat and read the paper. And just sat and waited until he heard his friends getting up and they knocked on the door. Is that normal behaviour? Probably not. A little bit eccentric. I mean, the same Welsh expat once turned up in a quiet little village common with, I believe, the, the term is rum overcoat 
and a poncho and slept on the village common ready for the paddling the following day under a poncho on the damp grass in his clothes using his bottle of rum to warm his insides again quite eccentric that I think I mean I don't know if non-kayakers find those stories eccentric I mean to me they're just part of normal life I know of kayakers people that taught me that were so excited to get to the river that they would drive from their homes to the river in their wetsuits now this is in the 80s early 90s when wetsuits were nearly nearly always urine stained probably with you know broken knees with probably failed zips and were if you didn't have a good physique you know it made you look like a blimp you know a zeppelin so driving can you imagine filling up at the petrol station getting out of your car in your full wetsuit you know zip wetsuit all the way to the top to go doing kayaking you know rather than getting changed at the putting that's pretty eccentric isn't it i mean it's pretty eccentric getting changed in puttings anyway i mean i think that's eccentric and then there's a story of a friend who's sadly no longer with us who was never one for having a lavish lifestyle never one for having a lot of money and when a friend turned up at his house after a full day's kayaking tired and beaten and just wanting a bit of food and they opened the cupboards and all that they had in the cupboards were a couple of tea bags and one tin of rice pudding and my friend said help yourself to the rice pudding if you're hungry it was going to be my tea tonight but I can wait two days until I get the money you have it I'll wait that shows a generosity, shows an amazing generosity and an eccentric nature that he'd rather spend money on fuel to go kayaking than on a bit of food and in the food he, would, he did have, he would willing to share. I mean, that, that story turned out well in the end because nobody ate his rice pudding and I think somebody went and brought my takeaway. But it shows a great spirit, doesn't it? A great passion for life and the sort of things that hold the fabric of our normality together sort of put to the side a little a friend of mine that passed away recently eccentric of course he built a trails bike course in his garden he had a driveway full of kayaks you know he organised festivals on the terrain 20 years ago we used to go around his house and have tea and biscuits. Kayakers from all over that, you know, he'd only met on them in the eddy. We'd sit and we'd cook feasts and we'd all be family and we'd sit round and we'd talk. And that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It's maybe a little, it's a little eccentric, but it's living life to the full. And it smiles, you know. Not only is our sport full of people that allow us to push and challenge ourselves, it's a sport 
that is full of people that stand out. Kayaking is full of people that we just remember. You know, nobody in this sport is faceless. We remember everyone, I think. The vast majority of them. We might not know people's names, but we remember the smiles and the eddies. We remember the way they talk with passion about the new boat they've got. We remember when we see them in a pub. And we can spot them a mile. You can spot kayakers a mile off in a pub, can't you? Or we talk about the van they've just bought. Or the van we've just seen on Facebook. Oh, you see this, you see this YouTube clip? Well, you see that GoPro footage? I'm like, I mean, I don't really like GoPro footage. But it's a bit eccentric, isn't it? It's just in general. You know, it's a bit eccentric to sort of show the world what you're doing. I think very few people experience life like that. You don't tend to play Sunday football with a GoPro strapped to your head. But kayaking, or mountain biking even, you do it. You know, and like I say, it's just full of eccentric people and people that stick in your mind. And this was just a super quick podcast. And I really want you guys and girls, you listeners, to just remember the people that have inspired you. Little stories about what comes across as eccentric, whether it's the fact that they arranged to meet you to go kayaking. And when they turn up, they've forgotten half the gear, but they still get on in their underpants and hand paddle or whatever it may be. So have some time, listen to your heart. And tell me these stories. Let's share. Let's make a little sort of community about eccentric people that have inspired. You know how to do that. You can post that on on Podbean, I'm sure. You can post it in social media platforms. And it'll be brilliant. And we'll just remember those people that have inspired us and the eccentric nature that that they have. Thank you so much for listening. I know I've rattled on. Obviously, I don't think about this podcast. I don't script them in any way. And I just want personally to remember the people that have inspired me and you guys and girls to think about the people that inspired you. Have a lovely, lovely day. Drink tea, dunk some biscuits and I'll hear from you all soon.